On today's episode, we're going to talk about how every generation likes to think and talk about how much harder things used to be when they were kids. You know all the people that used to have to walk five miles to school in the snow, uphill both ways. Uh, But they had at least one thing that was easier back then. That was the retirement planning landscape. We're going to talk about why that was on today's episode and what today's retirees and those planning for retirement can do for a better solution and a better financial plan. Today, we begin a two-part series on why retirement planning is harder than it used to be. Stay tuned. It's time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Should be a great episode today. Welcome in Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting in Greensboro, North Carolina, but serving you from anywhere you are, meet in person or virtually online at roadmapfinancial.com for more information. So Glenn, we are breaking down why retirement planning is harder these days than it used to be for previous generations, and hopefully we can provide some solutions for folks along the way. We've got 10 total to go through over the course of these next two episodes. Are you ready to rock and roll? Let's do it, Walter. All right, very good. All right, first one on our list today is job stability and company loyalty. How does today's landscape compare to the past, and how does that make retirement planning a little harder? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it, it it is it is quite a bit different today, right? I mean, it, it it's it was very very normal for you know, and and just a generation or two ago that you know somebody would go to work at a company and and that would be their career, right? I mean, they they stayed there you know for you know from their you know, from their twenties or thirties all the way through when they retired. You know, well, that's 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 very, very, very rare now. You know, I I, I don't know that I've talked to anybody, you know, in, you know, in any time recently that, that that that's been the case where they've spent all their time, you know, even at one or two companies. It's it's pretty normal to, you know, to have changes, and not only not only changing the the you know the company, but you know, but also sometimes there's just you know complete you know career changes, and they do different types of work. Right. And so, you know, going through, you know, going through that and, you know, and, and companies, you know, are, you know, they're, they're not as loyal to, you know, to their employees as they once were in, in, in a lot of cases and, vi- and vice versa. Right. It's, it's kind of like everybody's kind of on their own and, you know, they're doing their own thing. And, and so for some, for some personalities, you know, and some types of, you know, some types of people that, that, that can work out okay. But for others, it, it you know, sometimes challenging. And so, you know, it's, you know, the, there's more volatility there and, that, you know, and, and, you're, you know, there's a moving target and, 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 you know, things that you have to consider and, you know, just the, this, the different, different ways that you got to keep yourself prepared just in case, you know, and making sure that, you know, that you're, you're learning more things and you're, you're adding to your skill set and, you know, that you're more marketable. And so there's just, there's just more to think about and more to do to make sure that, you know, you, you create, you know, some stability and, and, uh, you know, and, and some security there, you know, that to think that you're going to, you know, you're going to be able to go through those working years and, and not have major interruptions, if you will. Yeah, I think that's a really key point to make. And and that's just a very simple difference from the past. It's just uh, simplifies your life when you work for one, maybe two companies your whole life versus these days when you might work for <laughs> 20 different companies by the time you retire. Maybe that's a bit exaggeration, but, uh, but yeah, it does create a, just a more dynamic landscape first and foremost. All right, let's talk about housing market stability. Were things really more quiet and stable and predictable in the housing market in the past than they are these days? And what planning challenges does that create? 
Well, I, th- I think they probably were in in past days. Now, at the same time, I mean, you see, you know, in today's in today's environment, I mean, you know, you've seen you've seen some pretty big run ups, you know, in, in in housing values, even in even in markets that, that that typically didn't see that, and so that can be a good thing, you know, and you know, it, it's also it's also you know sometimes it can be you know you know oops, it's like I didn't I didn't see that coming. If you know if the if the economy t- you know turns and goes the other way, I mean, you've seen that happen, you know, in, in different recessions where you know the the really you know the really volatile markets. You know, like you, you know, your some of your California markets and Las Vegas markets and you know Arizona and you know Florida and D.C. and New York. You know, some of the you know, major cities. You know, I mean, you, you see you see prices just you know soar, right? And you know, and that can be that can be a great thing. However, depending upon when you purchase your home, right? If you purchase your home and it's and it's close to the top, and all of a sudden you know you have a big downturn, well, now maybe you're stuck, and or maybe you're even upside down, where you know you you know you you've got difficulty. So you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing to see housing prices, you know, you know go you know go up more than they than they once did, because you know that's but but at the same time, it it also carries a certain amount of risk, particularly in certain markets. So, you know, you just kind of have something that you have to be aware of and you have to be thinking about. And, you know, and, and ultimately, you know, Walter, it kind of comes down to it's just like, you know, you, you want to make sure that, you know, you, you're comfortable and that, you know, you're, you're pretty doggone confident that, you know, no matter what happens, you know, with the economy or, you know, or, you know job situation, you know, are you going to be able to, you know, maintain that, you know, that the cash flow that you need to be able to make the, you know, the payments that you're making, assuming that you've got a mortgage, right? And so, and if, and that, you know, it, it don't, don't over extend yourself you know it's just like oh well you know you think in terms of well you know it's going to keep going up and that's how i'm going to you know you know make end up getting out of it and we'll, we'll end up getting you know having a bit more lifestyle well you know that's all good until it's not you know and then that's part of that stability thing and sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't and so you just got to be aware of the of the overall marketplace and again it's it's not something that's necessarily a bad thing it's but it is something that you need to be aware of and it's certainly you know it's it's there's more to navigating that than in you know than than like say previous generations where you you would just see you know housing you know prices you know stay pretty consistent through time in most real estate markets but you know today it's not so much that way and and you know and it's you know it's depends on what's you know what side of the transaction you're on or you know what you know is as it were sometimes it's a good and sometimes it's not as not you know not the way you wanted it so just be aware right yeah, all good points. And so we've seen two big illustrations of the differences in uh, previous generations versus today already. Let's talk about this next one, very relatable to the retirement planning world, less reliance on personal savings. So how does that compare to the previous generation? And again, implications for retirement planning today? Right. Well, in previous generations, you know, you you know, you had the... You, for the most part, you know, most people had pensions, right? And so they didn't have to worry about, you know, saving for retirement as much. I mean, you know, you, a lot of, a lot of people did still save, right? And you know, you had savers, you know, and and that and that's kind of a hallmark of a lot of a lot of folks in previous generations. But but at, at, at the same time, they didn't necessarily have to be, you know, in essence, self reliant, right? In terms of you know, and and, and entirely about you know how how are you going to be able to create additional you know retirement income that's that's 
consistent through time, you know, if, if the pension is not there, then that means that you have, you're going to have to, you know, supplement, you know, social security and, you know, and, and, you know, and, and what you've saved for retirement. And then you got to think in terms of, well, you know, how, how are you putting it away so that it will grow? Do you, you know, are you taking taxes into your account? You know, are, you know, you, you have strategies in place for, you know, as you, as you're retiring, you know, that the, the money that you're drawing from is, you know, is, is less volatile. You know, there's all of those, all those elements there that, that, that just didn't exist. In, you know, when it was for the most part, you know, you, you had, you had social security and you had your pension and, you know, and, and you were, and you were good to go and you just didn't really have the, that many money worries, you know, in, in, you know, back in those days, whereas, you know, today, you know, there are people who don't have a lot of money worries who are retired, you know, but, but they've, they've done a good job in terms of planning and, you know, and, and doing that, but they had to go through the process of, of planning, you know, and, and, and doing things that, that previous generations didn't do. And, and if you're, if you're not, if you're not doing that type of planning, then, you know, you might be putting yourself in a, in a difficult spot later on in life. Don't want that to happen, and that's why we've got to do better planning these days, and that's really the foundation for why retirement planning is harder now than it used to be. Something else that the previous generation benefited from was a simpler investment landscape. Would you say things are more complicated just in in general out there these days, Glenn? There's all kinds of stuff out there, right, Walter? <laughs> Used to just be stocks and bonds, all right? Now it's just so so many more options. Yeah, you know, yeah, you had some insurance products and so forth, but you know, back back in the day too. But but again, I mean, yeah, I mean, today there's, I mean, there's, I mean, you you turn the TV on, you know, to this, you know, financial you know, channels and or you know, you you know, read any any financial publications, and there is just, you know, I mean, it, it, it's just mind boggling, right? I mean, there's so many different things out there insurance products, you know, that, you know, there's ETFs and fun, you know, mutual funds and this and that. And, you know, and, and again, it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but, you know, the, the big key is you need to be more educated than you once needed to be. Right. I mean, it doesn't mean that you weren't, you know, you, you could, you could do well in the past if you were completely uneducated about things, but there was fewer things to educate yourself about. Right. I mean, now there's just, there's so many different choices, you know, and some, you know, some, you know, for the most part, most of them have some good applications. The question is, is does it apply to your situation and, and will it dovetail with your goals and what you're wanting to accomplish? And unfortunately, there's an awful lot of, you know, you know marketing and, you know, financial salespeople out there that are, you know, not, are less concerned about doing, you know, helping you out and doing what's right by, you know, by you. And, and, they're, and they're more about, you know, trying to, you know, to make their profits on, you know, on, on selling particular products or, you know, or that type of thing. And you, so you have to be aware of, you know, of, of, of you know, to whom are you listening and you know and, and and how do these different products and and you know and, and investment things that are out there in the in the world and the landscape you know how do they fit into or do they fit into you know what with, with the lifestyle that you want to have and the, and your objectives and goals that you have you know sometimes yes sometimes no there you know more choices are typically better than less choices but at the same time it can be overwhelming at times and so you have to you know you kind of have to really just be you know pay attention and you know and, and be aware and and do do your due diligence if you will. Due diligence is wise to apply to all these different conversations. All right, Glenn, last one for our part one of this two-part conversation about why retirement planning is harder than it used to be would be the higher interest rates that previous generations had access to. It's got a little better in previous years with the increased rates, but still not quite the same historically, right? 
Well, that's exactly right, Walter. You know, I mean, you think back, you know, and now, you know, I mean, there's, it's, you know, it, it's the interest rate, higher interest rates in, or lower interest rates, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? I mean, if you're a saver, then higher interest rates are good. But if you're a borrower, then lower interest rates are good, you know, or better. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things. But I mean, you know, you, you look back, you know, and I know, you know, when, you know, back in the, you know, the late 70s and the, you know, or the early 80s, you know, I mean, you know, interest rates were, you know, were just, you know, they were out of this world. I mean, you know, you had 10, 15%, you know, on, on, uh, on, you know, on CDs and savings accounts and those types of things. I mean, you know, and so, you know, the, but that also meant that inflation was higher as, as well. But, you know, de de depending upon who you were and how you spent your money and whatnot, you know, there's a, there was an awful lot of savers that, that, you know, that did all right in that, in that environment, you know, and, and so it's, there's less opportunities to be able to, you know, to, you know, to plan on that more now. So it's, it's, you know, and, you know, if we particularly in recent years in the last couple of years when we've seen inflation you know be higher it's it's come down some and we're we're, we're hoping that it you know it stays more tame and you know you know going forward but you know it, it's you know it's something that you've got to you've got to be aware of and 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 so you know if you're you it's it's harder to rely basically Walter it's it's harder to rely on something that's you know that's fixed with you know with less volatility I mean it takes a little bit more education and knowing what different types of products are out there you know than rather than just saying okay well I can just stick this money in the into a CD and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna make you know double digit you know um, you know rate of return on that you know it, it, it just that that's that we don't live in those days anymore longer and and so it, you got to be more aware more educated and you know and, and and you know know not only about the different products and and you know and, and and investments that are out there but but how do they apply to your particular situation and and, and you know is, is it a good is it a good match and uh, you know and, and so again it's just uh, that was it was easier in in, in some regards back then and it wasn't an easier time to buy a house with those double digit interest rates but it certainly was an easier way to save Certainly was, and uh, that's just uh, a five, uh, a smattering, if you will, of the changes uh, that have happened over the last couple of decades to make retirement planning a harder task than it used to be, just not as straightforward and simple. And when we come back with the next episode, we've got five more points to give you, and these will even, I think, more so strike at the heart of this conversation of uh, why retirement planning is harder these days. And so come back and join us for part two of this conversation on our next episode, where we have five more great points to give you. In the meantime, if you've got questions for Glenn Mosseller, uh, reach out and ask those questions. He'd be happy to talk to you about your retirement plan, where you sit right now, and what kind of changes you might want to consider to put yourself in a better financial position for your retirement future. You can call 336-291-3535 to set up that conversation or go to roadmapfinancial.com and click on the free consultation button. Again, roadmapfinancial.com, your other place to go and check all that information out. All right, more coming up on this uh, two-part series here on the Retirement Roadmap. Come back and join us for the next episode.